Welcome everybody to another episode of Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? The show where you get to hear about things from my perspective, a blind life. I am your host, Victor Gouveia. And today we're talking about something I've experienced in the year 2020 that I have never, nor do I think I will ever experience for the rest of my life. But first, a bit of housekeeping. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Uh, if you need to contact me, uh, send me an email, whoseblindlifeisitanyway at gmail.com. Uh, or you can leave comments uh, in down below. And uh, I'll answer any comments that come along. Uh, so that's the housekeeping done. So what I'm talking about today is love and the blind. This is not an easy topic by any stretch of the imagination. Not for me, anyway. Um, I am 50 years old, and I sometimes wonder if I know what love is. All I know is that the year 2020 for me was one of the best and worst years of my life. I felt a love. Well, I mean, if you read a lot or if you watch romantic movies a lot, this kind of love can't be described at all. It can't. You can try to describe it as much as you want, but you won't be able to. Not with any success, anyway. I felt this love. I felt it given to me and I felt it giving it away. In other words, I felt it for that other person. As I said in my previous videos, I walked away from such a love back when I was 17. And I regretted it a lot. And I also walked away from it again. And that's where the curse came in. Whether I am qualified to talk about this or not, I don't know. I am talking about relationships with the blind. I am talking about love with the blind where you can find it, who you can find it with, and uh, hopefully how you go about keeping it and not be stupid like me. Having said that, let's dive in. There are literally tons of ways you can find love. 
you can frequent bars, dance clubs, you can frequent libraries, where people gather. Granted, lately COVID has put a damper on that sort of thing, but when COVID is done, you know, what are you going to do? You can do it that way. Or you can do it virtually on the computer, which is A, what I did, and B, what I think most blind people will do, either through the computer or their phones. Now, dating apps for your phones have come a long way. Um, Ashley Madison, for example, although not 150% accessible, it is fairly accessible. However, there are unlabeled buttons and some of the buttons don't work like they're supposed to. Uh, there is also a dating component to Facebook, for example. Uh, you can do it on there and you can use your own profile or add additional information to your dating profile. In other words, you can have two different profiles and you can link the two or keep them separate. It's up to you. Uh, having said that, it, that one was pretty accessible. Uh, I was able to navigate it quite easily. And the best part is it'll use your profile from your Facebook profile. So you don't have to take another one. There are literally thousands of apps that you can use on both platforms, iOS and Android. And uh, each one has its drawbacks. Each one has its uh, glitches. Uh, there's no one in particular that I like. Um, and to be honest, the love I found wasn't on one of those platforms. Believe me, I was told about plenty of, sh uh, plenty of fish. I was told about Ashley Madison. I was told about Facebook. I was told about all those things. But the love I found was completely accidental. It hit me like blue thunder out of nowhere. So, and that's really the kind of love that you want. One that you're not looking for, but you feel it. You feel it in your heart and soul. And that's the kind you want to be tied to, you want to be alive with. And uh, I made some stupid choices. And now I'm paying for those choices. Having said that, you can try things those places that I mentioned are free. However, they do give you options to up your membership to premium memberships uh, for a price, of course. 
in-app purchases. Uh, there are things like eHarmony. And a good friend of mine who passed away uh, actually found love through eHarmony.com. And uh, his love not only led to marriage, but a child who's roughly about the same age as my daughter. He was a great man, jumped out of perfectly good airplanes, uh, climbed mountains. He did a lot of stuff. Uh, but he found love that way. Another option are, and this, well, yeah, Facebook groups. There are thousands of Facebook groups devoted to singles, divorcees, or uh, people looking for love, whether it be bisexual, heterosexual, threesomes, Quadruple sums, if that's even a word. But, uh, yeah. I mean, these groups exist out there on Facebook. And you can join them. And, uh, like I said, it, you'll have to check out what the rules are in the groups. But never let it be said there aren't ways for you to get in touch with that stuff. Uh, I know Instagram... Uh, is fairly new, but I don't know if they have a dating component yet. I don't even know if Twitter has a dating component yet. Uh, I know LinkedIn has a sort of dating component, but it's not really a dating component. It's just a way for people to get together. Uh, along with Skype, uh, Skype ha gives you that option of meeting now. Um, but... Um, the other thing you can do, and this may seem antiquated by young people's standards, but there are email groups, email lists that you can belong to that are devoted to singles and couples and various things like that. Uh, you can find, uh, you used to be able to find such groups on Yahoo groups, but they closed down on December 15th. So now you're left with groups.io or Google Groups. Uh, I believe there's mailman groups and various other groups that you can join. I mean, on Yahoo Groups, I belong to a, a list called the Adult Sexual Experiences List. And, uh, I mean, there was all kinds of material going through there. Um, and by material, I mean personal recordings. Uh, and, I mean, that was a way for people to hook up. Um, there's also Tinder or uh, the Tinder app, which you can do. But like I said, I mean, there's thousands of ways that people can hook up. And uh, all of it will have different accessibility for the blind and your screen readers uh, or magnifiers, if that be the case. And uh, you can see which one works for you. Which leads me to my first caveat of be careful. B 
because sometimes you get contacted by people who aren't supposed to contact you. Uh, I, even though I wasn't on the dating section of Facebook, kept getting contacted by people and strangers who essentially wanted to either fuck me, marry me, or scam me. Now, you have to watch out for that because people will start a relationship with you. I'm sorry if the camera's shaking. I, I'm i afraid my trembling is starting to get a bit bad. And no, I don't have Parkinson's. Uh, people will actually start a relationship with you and marry you just to get into the country. Especially in North America, in Canada and the U.S., a lot of foreigners, foreign people, will start up a relationship with you, turn it romantic, and uh, they'll marry you and end up getting you to go through the process. Or they hire you to marry them. But you got to be really careful. Because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, or they might want to scam you for something, for this or that. Or they just want to fuck you and charge you for it. Uh, prostitution reigns out there in cyberland. So, be careful. And don't put information of a personal nature up there on your profile when you create it. Because that information gets around. And people can use that information to get into your accounts. And you have to watch out for that. Some of the greatest trackers, some of the greatest investigators use profiles such as dating profiles and Facebook profiles and different other profiles to look you up. And they can put and put that stuff together and they can get a whole list of, uh, of your statistics, whether you want them to or not. So just be careful. So you're on your first date. Now, well, I'm just going to say it. I don't know what people prefer. Some people prefer blind with blind. Some people prefer blind with sighted. Some people prefer blending the blind and sighted. But either way, there are things that you should know. I guess blind with blind will have a lot of characteristics that are similar, i.e., you want things or in an orderly fashion. For example, you want things to be put back in their place when you're done with them. And unfortunately, sighted people don't have a good habit of that. 
so what ends up happening is that things can go missing and meanwhile they've just been moved about a foot over and uh, a blind person won't be able to find it or they will leave cupboard doors open or drawers uh, yeah you know counter drawers are open whatever the case and blind people run into it things like that shouldn't be left out and on its own. Uh, you don't leave sharp knives or sharp objects around where a blind person is running their hands over things, lest they cut themselves. Um, but stuff like that, it's thing, little things like that that you have to watch out for. You also, if you're with a sighted person, going out, whatever, if they drive or walk with you, you'll have to tell them how you prefer to be walked or guided. If you have a guide dog, for example, do you prefer the guide dog follow them? Or do you simply take the person's sighted guide? It'll all depend on what you prefer. And you should make these things known. Now, an interesting thing, and this is going to sound kind of weird to you guys, um, I went blind literally after marrying my wife. I got married on the Saturday, started going blind on the Sunday. And yes, you heard that right. I spent my honeymoon in the hospital. And uh, I used to joke that because, well, my wife is fairly religious, I used to joke that God made me blind so I wouldn't look at other women because I did have a wandering eye. However, I should tell you that even though I didn't have a wandering eye anymore it actually opened up well my senses so to speak so that I could appreciate personalities a person's character and that's an important thing it doesn't matter how pretty they are, it doesn't matter how ugly they are. At the end of the day, the prettiness and ugliness isn't what you're living with, or marrying, or going out with, or even having sex with. It's the personality. And being blind helped me appreciate that personality of other people. In fact, it helped me appreciate that personality more. I mean, I don't. I, I could go into the sexual component and tell you, hey, blind people are amazing at sex because we do everything by feel, not by look. Everything by feel, and I do mean everything. So. 
like I said, don't be afraid to talk to a blind person, to ask them out, to go for a coffee, or whatever the case is. Because you might find that we're actually better than most. And in fact, we don't have wandering eyes, because we can't. But we tend to be really devoted. Um, the other thing too, of course, is that, um, well, geez, I don't even do drugs and I don't even know what, uh, what I was just about to say. Um, anyway, if I remember, I'll, I'll get back to it. Um, but these things are out there. And these are things you should watch out for. Uh, like I said, in this day of COVID, meeting may not be in the cards for the near future, but eventually it'll get there. And uh, you'll have to watch out for things like that. Uh, and please, please, Please communicate. Please talk to each other. Let people know how you feel. Because if you don't, there's no point. A blind person relies on sound. They rely on sound to see how you're doing. They rely on sound to see how they're doing or what they're doing or what you're doing. And if you're always quiet, they don't know if what they're doing you enjoy or don't enjoy. So be verbal. Because in the end, we want to know that we are pleasing you. Or helping you enjoy what's going on. Like I said, blind people don't want to just sit there in the dark looking like morons. We want to be able to interact with the, our surroundings, especially the people we're supposed to be going out with. Uh, ideally, you don't want to take them into a noisy environment, such as a dance uh, hall or a club, dance club. Or a really loud bar. You want an intimate location where they can hear you and you can hear them. Um, and again, these are things you may already know. Or you might be just learning these things for the first time. But people with disabilities aren't... New to love. If anything, we are just as normal as other people. In fact, when it comes to love, we don't have disabilities. Not in terms of the feeling, anyway. Uh, we may do things differently when it comes to sexual experiences, travel, uh, places we can go for dinner or a movie or shows. For example, I 
wouldn't enjoy going to a play. Uh, mostly because it can't really be described. There are some plays that do actually describe things to you. Um, I don't remember offhand at the moment what they are, but there are some. Uh, and I can't, I can't testify as to how good those are. I have heard the descriptions available at Disneyland and Universal Studios and, uh, different things like that. Um, and those are fairly nice, fairly good. The museum as well has been fairly nice, but that, again, those are things that either you can do on your own or if you want to get close with your date, she can describe it for you. And if anything, that will help you guys communicate, learn how to communicate with each other. So, like I said, we're not do we're not new to dating. We're not new to to the love life of regular people. Um, we experience the ups and downs, same as everyone. And um, no matter what, communicate, because communicate is all that matters without communication there isn't a relationship but um, I think that's all I need to talk about um, I can't think of anything else that I'm aware of anyway I think I've covered most of it like I said, I can't, I can't testify to the accessibility of some apps or programs or websites. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of those apps take into our visual in nature. Uh, for example, uh, swiping left or right on a picture, you know, that type of thing. Um, you know, it, it, Unfortunately, we live in a visual world, and that's pretty much what we uh, have to work with, especially for the dating scene. Uh, people don't take the blind into consideration. Whereas on Facebook groups and or email groups, those are mostly written communications. And... Uh, Yes, you can post pictures with your stuff. Uh, but honestly, blind people can't really do anything with pictures. At least completely blind people. I don't know how other people are. Uh, but um, give it a shot. There's nothing stopping you. And like I said... My friend who died found love and it was a wonderful love for him. Like I said, they ended up getting married. They live in Pittsburgh. Well, they used to live in Pittsburgh. The wife still does with his, her daughter. And it produced a daughter out of it. God, God rest Diane Rossi. He was a great man. 
And I miss him terribly. So with that in mind, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in. And uh, if you have any comments or suggestions for me or people that are watching on either the... Yeah. My daughter's playing video games on the computer. I mean, honestly. I wish I had that growing up, but I didn't. I only had the video games, not the chatting component. Anyway... If you guys want to see more, be sure to subscribe to Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway. Uh, I am putting a video at least once a week. And uh, I'll have, uh, eventually, I'll have uh, interviewer, interviewees, rather, uh, people I will interview. And uh, hopefully, you guys will enjoy it. You take care. Bye-bye, everybody.